This week on Part of Our World Podcast, we are joined by special guest Cassie from the Disflix and Tidbits podcast to discuss the latest Disney live-action remake, Aladdin. Don't worry, if you haven't seen the movie, we will spend the first 10 minutes kind of giving an overview, nothing beyond the trailers or what you might have seen in the original, and then we give it a score and move into our review that features spoilers galore. I also want to take this time to point out that you're going to notice some weird timing issues. We tried a new recording software for this one, and it it didn't exactly work out. Basically, if if one of us tried to talk at the same time as another one, it didn't catch everything. So there's going to be lots of times where it seems like we're interrupting each other. We were not. We had a very polite conversation with each other. There's just some, some odd delays. So I do apologize about that, but I promise we will have that fixed in future episodes. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy. Hi, I'm Keenan. And I'm Rachel. And on this episode of Part of Our World Podcast, we will be reviewing Disney's latest live action remake, Aladdin, my personal favorite uh, Disney movie. And with us... You mean animated. Animated classic. Yes. Yeah. And with us, we have a very special guest, Cassie from Disflix Tidbit Podcast. Welcome, Cassie. Hi. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks for coming. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Cassie, but yeah. isn't this your favorite Disney animated movie too? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. It's my favorite Disney Sweet. animated film. So we'll see if it lives up to our expectations of doing the live action reboot of it. But first, we wanted to get to know you a little bit, Cassie. We like to do this with first time guests. Just kind of talk to you about your love of Disney. And so, and hopefully tell us a little bit about your show. So kind of the, the first question I wanted to ask you, if you're ready, is when did you yes. first go to Walt Disney World or, or even before that, when did you catch the Disney bug? So uh, Walt Disney World, I the first time I went was not that long ago. It was in uh, 2015 for my honeymoon. First time ever. But I used to live near Disneyland and I used to go there all the time my first time i was five years old um but as for the disney bug i would have to say i kind of was born into a disney family (laughs) that is definitely the case my mom passed it on to me my grandmother passed it on to me my grandmother was actually there on day two of disneyland opening so that's that's where i come from (laughs) legacy of disney fandom that's awesome yeah so when did you decide to make the plunge into um, podcasting? So um, I guess you can say I started off blogging. I was a Disney blogger there for a bit, thinking that I knew everything about Disney. But then I noticed in the blogging universe, I did not know enough about Disney. <laughs> um, that kind of failed. It was called The Mouse Seekers. And I had a lot of fun with it. I had a lot of fun with the movie section of it. And I, because of one of my uh, articles that I did, another podcast called me up and said, hey, would you like to be a guest on on my podcast? I'm like, sure. I didn't know anything about podcasts at the time. And when they asked me to join them, I had so much fun. I just uh, kept it in the back of my mind. And then I became part of the Distwit network with uh, Disney at a Distance. I am one of their members that I just come on every once in a while. It it doesn't uh, help that uh, I'm always busy, so it doesn't pertain to my schedule as much. But um, the love of that, those first like 10, 15 episodes, I was like, I want to do my own. <laughs> this is like a lot of fun. So yeah, and that's a great show. People should check out Disney at a Distance. But you're right; it is like an ensemble cast with like lot lots of people, mm-hmm. lots of personalities each week. So it makes sense that you would want to break off and do your own show. 
Yeah, uh, especially about the the movie section because yeah, you've become quite the expert in that arena. So. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you're the go-to yeah. podcast because I listen to a ton of podcasts, but yours is the one that is go-to for like movie information, statistics. How do you keep up with just that deluge of, of content regarding Disney movies? Um, I've just, uh, the, what's the word for it? I just really love the movies that much that, uh, I have a Google pixel. And so it was noticing my search history and what I was looking up on news articles. So it started popping things up for me. And that's where I got the idea of trying to do Disney news in the beginning of my podcast, which I kind of got rid of now, but, um, it got so fascinating trying to keep up with everything, but then it got too much. <laughs> then it got way too much for me to handle. And, but I still keep up to it. It's just, it's really fascinating trying to figure out what each entity of the Disney umbrella is doing with uh, each of their franchises. And uh, just keeping up with Marvel was kind mm -hmm. of insane. Keeping up with Pixar, they're kind of, there's not a lot of news coming out of Pixar other than Toy Story 4. That's the thing they're hyping up the most. Yeah. But other than that, it was it was tough. I like, unfortunately had to take it away from my podcast. Right. Well, and that umbrella just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So even like taking out the news, just staying on top of like, here's another movie that's coming out that we're going to talk about. Or here's a new trailer. Mm. It's like it is kind of intense sometimes. So. Yes. But that's I cool. do the, like your the, love of the movies keeps you going. Yeah. Sorry, Rachel. Uh, no, I was just going to say, I like the little tidbits that you give on Twitter about like the, this is the anniversary of this movie and this movie. I'm like, oh, you know, just like little pieces of information, tidbits, yeah. like, like, I do like is in your, I see what you did there. Your name. Yeah. That you yeah. give us <laughs> little morsels of information. Well, thank you. I, I'm glad that you, you too enjoy it. Uh, I, I've noticed that a lot of people wanted that. I used to do it a lot in the past on my Twitter. And then somebody came up to me like, hey, you should do that more often. I'm like, okay. that It's it's fun though. It's fun looking at it up, looking up all the, the dates and what's actually part of the, the Disney yeah. company. You just need somebody to help you program an app now that just whatever day it is, it's like here's your here's Disney in history. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. If you do that, I will um, share in the royalties with you. Hmm. Actually, Disney will take mm. all of the royalties. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> cool. Well. Yeah. We Our listeners the, the should main... check out. Oh yeah. Uh, Cassie's podcast, but we'll we'll do plugs and stuff like that um, toward the end of her show. I think your most recent episode is reviewing aladdin so mm -hmm. check that out of course you're going to get to hear her thoughts here in just a minute um if you have not tuned into our show before when we do reviews i probably should have said this at the front but we try to give the first segment you know a spoiler free review no spoilers if you haven't seen the movie and you're planning on seeing it we promise we will not ruin it for you um i will even edit out if we accidentally spoil so don't worry about that We'll give a score for what we think about it, and then we will kind of take the gloves off, as I like to say, and really go at it talking about the, the good, the bad, and the ugly of this movie. So, Cassie, as our guest, why don't you kick us off with your initial non-spoiler thoughts about this movie? So, being an Aladdin fan, I actually enjoyed this film. I really, really did. It like kind of surprised me on how enjoyable of a film it actually was. Um, but I didn't go in with a lot of uh, high expectations. I kind of just shut out everything that was coming out of Disney because you know how they just like push commercials out at you because they're trying to sell their product. But um yeah, I was just trying to push everything out. I didn't want to think about like the CGI that we saw in the genie. I didn't want to think about what was going to happen. I was just like, I'm going to go in. At least mm -hmm. I'll get the songs. And it just nice. blew me away, I thought. Very cool. Yeah. I am kind of a trailer junkie, so I watch all of that stuff and kind of nitpick it and 
I think as each trailer came out, my expectations kind of lowered and lowered and lowered. I know we did an episode mm-hmm. last winter about Disney live action remakes and just kind of our overall opinion about them. And I remember saying on that show, my thoughts about Aladdin is everybody's slamming it. You know, nobody really wants this because we're worried they're going to ruin this treasured classic. But I think it's going to be a fun, enjoyable movie, even if it's not a great movie. And I think that kind of sums up how I ultimately ended up feeling about it was I had a lot of fun. It was very entertained. There were parts I loved, parts I hated. And I'd say overall, I was mostly satisfied. Yeah. So. I'd have to pretty much agree with that. Um, like you guys have said, it's always kind of a, you never know what to expect with these live action. And I've been disappointed in the past with Beauty and the Beast, um, even though I was super excited about that because, you know, I just love these movies and it's, you know, it's interesting to see them come to life. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was an amazing spectacle. I thought it was so beautifully shot and just these um, images you got to see of Agrabah and mm-hmm. just how colorful and fun it was. Um, just super visually appealing. Yeah, and stunning. Yeah, it really was a stunning movie and really enjoyable overall. And like you said, you, you get the songs and I thought, those, those were, you know, there were some that were better than others mm-hmm. as far as like delivery, I thought. But overall, I wasn't crushed <laughs> with the result of this movie, which, yeah. you know. They didn't ruin it. Yeah. For sure. It's always fun to see something brought to life, especially when they don't ruin it. Yes. It's kind of what I was thinking. I would go as far as to say that I think it is the best live action Disney remake to date. I gotta agree. Definitely. Agree. I might agree. Might agree. What what do you think would compare to it? I think um Cinder <laughs> I really like the live action Cinderella. But I don't know. Okay. But But what this about one was more a musical. Live action musical. Yeah. This one was I mean, this one was really good. I really did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It was more colorful and fun and definitely I guess could say I don't know. I don't know if I could say I enjoyed it more than Cinderella, but I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of, it's, yeah, it's different, like you said, because it is a musical. I feel like in the acting in Beauty and the Beast was maybe better, but the singing you in mean? this was by far better. Okay. In Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. Okay. Because no, I was talking about Cinderella. Right. Okay. I'm saying as so far as like, page. yeah. I hear Other you. action remakes. Cool. Well, that's, I'm glad to hear that we all really enjoyed the movie. I think our scores might differ quite a bit, though. So let's see. Cassie, what it, what score would you give this movie? Okay, so I have to prepare you guys. It, it's going to be high. <laughs> so I I am incredibly biased by that fact. So it, it's going to be like an 85%. It's rather high. Um mainly the reason why it's so high it has replayability mm-hmm. for me i don't know if you know this but i've watched wow, this three no, times already did not know that that's how much i like it and i know it does have problems i am not taking like i am not trying to say that this is the best movie ever it's not perfect whatsoever it does have its flaws it does have some errors in there and there's some things that i do not like but that's it's just it's higher because I will watch mm. this several times. I will buy this when it, it comes out okay. and I will continue to watch it. And I don't I don't watch movies con- uh, like on repeat or for a second time okay. for that yeah, matter. That's crazy. That Actually, I'm glad you're not my teacher because if I'm going to watch something three, I'm so excited to watch it three times like opening weekend. That would be a instant A category for me. Hmm. Like Endgame, it was like I went and saw it the same day. I was like, yeah. well, I forget I forget what I gave it, like a 97 or something. Oh, yeah. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> I still feel that way. All right, Rachel, what's your score? Um, I'm going to go with an 81. Okay. Present. Just, you know, overall good. Yeah. And there are some things that I didn't like and things that I wanted to see more of, things I wanted to see less of. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I'm going to give good. it an 80. So we're, we're pretty close there. Yeah. We're all pretty close, yeah. I'd say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But an 80 for me, I feel like I feel like I'm pretty generous with grades, so an 80 is kind of low. 
by my standards. Mm-hmm. I'm also easily pleased. Yeah. And many like I will nitpick the crap out of something, but when I give it a score, I'm like, eh, good enough. It's a B. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm more critical, but I just thought the the videography was just amazing. It really was. So it was. Well, why don't we start talking then about just the the finer details, the things that really worked, the things that didn't work. And so at this point, if you're listening and you have not seen the movie and you do not want anything spoiled for you, hit the pause button, come back once you've watched it and see if you agree with us, disagree with us, whatever. We'd love to hear your feedback. Um, Find us on Twitter, Instagram, whatever, and share your thoughts about the movie. But at this point, you have been warned. Spoilers. I mean, as much as our spoilers can be with the movie that has been out. Yeah, but people might not want to know like the differences between the live action and the... But you're right. The story has been told... Yeah, but, so it's like this, you know what happens this particular in the end, version. but yeah, yeah, the difference is right and whatnot. Correct. Okay, so what 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 worked about this film, and maybe what some of our critiques? Where to begin? So I have to say that the changes they they made to the story really, really worked. And I'm glad that they took a note from what happened with Beauty and the Beast by doing a shot-for-shot, dialogue-by-dialogue, that you need to change up the story a bit if you want butts in the seats, you know, to keep it more entertaining for the old audience and the new audience you know and i liked how they opened up with everyone meeting with each other rather than oh here's jabbar's story here's aladdin's story here's jasmine's story and then they meet up i like how they all just like kind of intermingled in that beginning montage it was kind of nice beauty and the beast they had one scene and one song that was different from the original right yeah they had a couple scenes, but it kind of felt forced. Like they were yeah. forcing that narrative if I on us. Correctly, people really appreciated the scene in Beauty and the Beast where they went to Paris, right? And so I think you're right. I think they took what people liked about that, and Cinderella did a similar thing where they just kind of dive deeper into the characters, give us more background, you know, more understanding of, mm-hmm. of their desires and their character arcs. And I, I agree. I think what Aladdin did with that worked really well. I loved the extra scenes we got between Jasmine and Aladdin. I think my favorite scene in the entire movie was when he snuck into the palace thinking she was the handmaid to give her back the bracelet. And that whole scene slash interaction mm-hmm. just told us a lot about their two different characters and was funny and cute. I thought yeah. it worked really well, and that was totally different from the original. Yeah, true. You're here. <laughs> what, what did we think of the genie? Yeah. Because this, the, I think, before, the the, most... before we saw the movie, this was the most controversial <laughs> aspect of the film. Yeah. I mean, when, when it comes down to it, you got to realize that... It's a genie. We don't know what a genie looks like in real life. So how are they going to make it lifelike, you know? And I understand, like, that first sneak peek of the genie was off because his face was smaller than his head. And I think they had, like, a a CGI tweak there or something like that. But um, they kind of fixed it. But, yeah, you can tell it's CGI. You can tell it's not actually Will Smith in a mocap it's actually full CGI, but um, if you kind of let that go in the back of your head, you you kind of enjoy the the movie for yeah. what it is. I thought he looked really weird, but aside from that, I really liked Will Smith as Genie. Yeah, he didn't try to reinvent. He did, or excuse me, he well, he didn't try to reinvent the Genie, but he also didn't try to just do Robin Williams Genie. He put his own spin on mm-hmm. Genie. Yeah. He was a Will Smith, Fresh Prince genie. Yeah. And I was totally Very into Fresh it. Prince, yeah. So, yeah, that's like kind of what I expected. The more I saw of, like, in previews of Will Smith being genie, the more I was like, you know, I think this might actually work. And I think that it really did. And I think visually it didn't bother me that much. 
um, the way that he looked. I'm like, yeah, he's blue. He's a genie. I don't know. He has to be blue. The it wasn't the blue. It was I think the face. There's just yeah. Weird and I kind of like. I thought it was cool. Like the way. I mean, I enjoyed that he was like kind of sparkly and like had mm-hmm. the like you know the wispiness of the, the genie was awesome. and the swirl. Like the way they did it, I just thought it was uh, like pretty clever and really cool. Yeah. And that lamp was pretty sweet. Yes. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. she really owned the character. I was listening to our friend's show, Shining Shimmering Splendid. That's a mouthful podcast. They had Disney DNA on, and uh, I think it was Jenny from Disney DNA was making the point that um, there are certain characters that like you just don't mess with. And I don't remember the the context and what she was saying, but she was just like, "Oh no, you know, you don't you don't reinvent these characters. This character is this character when they're played by a particular person." And I think people will go into this film thinking Robin Williams is genie. That is the genie. Untouchable. Untouchable. Yeah. But like, I think of this stuff more like yeah. Shakespeare. I'm going to get nerdy here for a second as an English As teacher. you tend to do sometimes. <laughs> but yes. But like I teach it and I'll show different adaptations to my students. And I really value that because I think it's important to see the actors putting their own spin on, on characters and stories that everybody knows. You know, like everybody knows the ending of Romeo and Juliet. So they don't go to see it to find out what happens, they go to see how does Leonardo DiCaprio play Romeo. And I think it's the same with this. Like people should go into it just thinking like, we know the story of Aladdin. How is Will Smith going to do genie? And I think with that, if you go in kind of open-minded, like what sort of spin is he going to put on it? You'll be pleasantly surprised. I think it was cool. It's fun. Um, yeah. I, the, the rapping in the music for me didn't really do it. I, I don't know. I had, I had an issue with a lot of the music, but um, we'll get to that in a little bit. But I think even taking that out, I, I thought that, that Genie was one of the better parts of the movie, honestly. That's just me. Sorry. End rant. End rant. Yeah. No, no, no. That's like a perfect way to see it. Uh, especially if you knew about the Aladdin on Broadway. They had it in, in Disney California Adventure. They had the um, Hyperion Theater there. Not sure if Walt Disney World ever did that. Do you know? They did Aladdin. Sure. Oh, okay. Um, so I got to see that. So I got to see a different genie. Um, he was blue in that, but then there's the Aladdin on Broadway where where um, the actor playing the genie did not go in blue at all. He wore blue, um, but he was phenomenal. I forget his name um, off the top of my head, but he now currently is in the Tangled the Series okay. on Disney Channel. Um, he plays like Finn, Flynn Rider's best friend um, in there, but his voice is amazing. Um, his humor was amazing and it was completely different than Robin Williams, uh, genie. So if you watched that, you knew that it was like the genie was capable, capable of being played by someone else. And I was kind of hoping they would go that route, but then I'm actually, um, pleasantly surprised that Will Smith just took it and Mm -hmm. did his own thing. I, I honestly can't imagine somebody... You needed somebody as charismatic as Will Smith to be able to take on that role. Absolutely. I don't know who else could have done it, but you need you needed somebody of that talent and that uniqueness to, I think, be able to do it. All right, what else, since we're on the topic of things that we liked, what else really worked for this movie? For you ladies. I mean, I can go if you want. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll, I was just going to say, I loved Mina Masood as Aladdin. I thought he was the perfect Aladdin. Yeah, he kind of stumbled in the beginning, like uh, when he was doing that monologue with uh, Jasmine in the very beginning, how he was talking about his life. That was kind of off for me, but as the movie went on, he you can tell that he was in the right place for his character and he just made Aladdin for me. I, I like that the the um star character was perfect for I it. Interesting. Don't totally agree with I just didn't I yeah. Know. <laughs> I most of the casting I thought was on point. And I don't think Aladdin was bad by any means. Um but I mean the actor Mina so how do you say that last name? What's up? Masood. Mina Masood. I just, I thought it was kind of just like a little cheesy, a little corny. 
Um, I don't think his acting chops were up to par to everybody else. Yeah, I think that was kind of my issue. It's kind of just, like you said, he was kind of stumbly and kind of like, I don't know, just didn't feel really natural. Um, But he could sing, which is like, you know, when you're watching a musical, that's really, I don't want to say all I ask, but, you know, we didn't get that in other movies, having... (laughs) The main character be able to sing, so <coughs> I, I really appreciated that. Name names, but yeah. So Hermione, yeah. So he was an enjoyable. <laughs> like I didn't connect with him, I guess, but he was fine. I thought he had his moments, but overall, he was one of the weaker performers. I think that's just how I kind of viewed it. Um, I thought that Jasmine was a standout performance. Right? Just yeah, gonna we get know. <laughs> Gonna get mad at me for saying that, but no, I was really impressed with Jasmine. I thought that her acting was great, her singing was great. Um, I, I was a little skeptical of of the reprise of her number. I don't, is it called Speechless? I think I don't know, but, but that's that seemed to be the yes. theme of it was Speechless. Uh, but she can definitely sing, and I loved that they put in a Jasmine solo song in there. I, yes. I wish that we had one for. Um, Jafar as well. Yeah. Two things I'll say about that. One, um, I do like that they had the Jasmine song in there. I don't know if I felt like it really meshed with the other music. It kind of felt a little Descendants-y to me, like hmm. kind of the the more current like pop Disney. Okay. So it was written I didn't, 20 some years later, right? Yeah. So it, it, it didn't feel like the music meshed. I didn't hate the song but i was like eh, it just doesn't kind of flow but it's a fine song and she sang it like she was good um and then jafar i do wish we had a jafar reprise like i was hoping you know so the prince ali reprise reprise in the animated my voice is dying on me here i'm sorry but is like Many people, many Disney fans talk about how like that's an underrated Disney song. We want more Jafar, mm-hmm. um, and so I was hoping we would get that in this in this remake that we'd get like a proper Jafar villain song, but that did not happen. So that was kind of a bummer. Yeah, can we talk about Jafar? Because I thought that Jafar was oh, super yeah. weak, <laughs> and I, to be fair, I. Oh, yeah. when, when they had the trailers come out, people were like, young Jafar, why? You know, oh, we don't want sexy Jafar. We want like old and, you know, creepy wicked, creepy Jafar. And I was like, ah, I, they can make it work. I thought that one of the kind of silliest things in the animated was you have this old dude who's like, I'm going to marry Princess Jasmine over and over again. You're but like, you're so old. Like, like, you're like, chill out. So I'm like, oh, maybe they did that here so that he would be after jasmine and we wouldn't be like all right creeper step back but he didn't go after jasmine until the very end i don't know i i just felt like we didn't need young jafar he wasn't good in the role he was kind of a flat character and i they i think they messed up jafar that's like the one thing i'm just like i i think that this movie really dropped the ball by casting him as jafar or maybe not casting him but not doing prosthetics and stuff to make him look like the wicked Jafar that we know and sort of love to hate. Cassie, what did you think about Jafar? Yeah. Um, Yeah, he was like the biggest problem I had with the whole film. Uh, He was super weak. It was like um, in the view, he yelled a lot (laughs) and I did not understand why he yelled so much. And I think it was to have that menacing Mm -hmm. quality about him, but it did not work especially when you have no emotion behind your eyes and you're just yelling. It's just, uh. um, but when he did capture Aladdin and he was like talking with Aladdin, I did, I did well. like that back and forth. It explained, he yeah, explained his backstory, like backstory, which I was like, yeah, I loved it. And I, I would have loved yeah. having more of it. Like how he talked there and how he was like passionate, passionate about his backstory could have been used throughout the whole film but we don't see a menacing anything until the very end there's like a little bit of spark there at the very end when he's like trying to get everyone but it was just like no dude why yeah you're power hungry but i don't see Mm -hmm. it you're just yelling his line about um you know stealing 
kingdoms and then stealing empires. I was like, oh, this is like building up to him to be a really sweet character. And then he just was kind of not effective yeah. as an antagonist. I don't know. Yeah. So. I do like that one. There was a shot in there, like when he stole the lamp back from Aladdin. I like the way they did that. That's more of a, I mean, it was oh, kind of yeah. like a Jafar's character, but more of a cinematography thing. But yeah, but yeah, it went back yes. to his yeah, thief no, that was days, cool. so which yeah, I how like. Get the lamp back, but there's a story for that. Yes, Another, never doubted how he was able to get the lamp okay. back. I like one that. of my big complaints, though, about Jafar is that he, like warged into like an evil giant parrot like he <laughs> he like became iago yeah. instead of like the snake like i wouldn't like the big i'm with you like scary snake instead we get like this crazy parrot but i was like not feeling it i'm like i just want, I, I want a snake scene i was the parrot scene was cool but i was kind of I was kind of wondering about that, too. Like, where was the snake? I wanted to see more snake. But I was thinking maybe they knew what the CGI was. And they knew it wasn't up to par. So maybe that's why they didn't try it. Because at least the the large parrot kind of looks believable, you know? But um, I actually have an interesting tidbit about that large parrot. Um, it It's actually, I forget which culture, and I really do apologize for this, um, I think it's Egyptian where they're, I forget, it's like called the rock and it is a ancient um, kind of entity that is a large parrot. So I think mm. that's why they used it. So it, it goes back to like some cultural roots. So I like that they incorporated that into there. Gotcha. Well, at least there's some sort of reasoning. Yeah. And that scene was kind of cool. It was like action packed and whatever, but it was like. I mean, the parrot was like, I don't know. It was like scary, but also like, what? Right. I don't and know. It, and they did kind of make it clear he was like warging into it. We're using warg, which is a Game of Thrones term. But right. I don't know if it originated there, but that's where we know it from. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, it was like, oh, now all of a sudden he's controlling this parrot. It was weird. Yeah, I didn't. I, w- I was mostly distracted by the scene. Like you say, it was cool, but I was mostly like, why is it do like, we don't. I don't need like it to be exactly like the animated feature, but yeah, I'm just kind of like, well, this is what they're doing. What? Yeah, I don't know. That I don't think is... most of our complaints are that they deviated from the animated feature. I think that's a big praise point. Is the areas where they deviated, we were very pleased with. Except I wanted a snake. Yeah, well, except all of Jafar, for the most part. <laughs> I don't know. Ugh, Jafar. Yeah, but that wasn't like a Jafar issue. Huh? It wasn't like it's an acting issue on Jafar's part. That was just a... still related to Jafar. Yeah. Hmm. And Diago, sort of comic relief, but not nearly Gilbert Gottfried's level of annoyance. Right. <laughs> um, okay. Jafar. Sorry, I'm looking at my notes here. Um... We've got through the main main characters. There's some minor characters. Uh, can I say that I'm not a fan of Dahlia? Yeah, Dahlia. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how she is any purpose in the film other than being a love interest Which, to the genie. Why did I? That's how I felt about that. Yeah. I, here's thing. my thing. Sorry, we're we gonna say something else about it or just didn't like it i mean it just seemed unnecessary okay i kind of like the idea of genie having his own happy ending and not just i'm going to disneyland or whatever he does in the anime <laughs> feature, which is funny but so i like that <laughs> i like that they started with him with his family Yeah, i do like that and it wasn't just because in the animated there's that whole theory that the merchant is the genie and he's selling his wares or whatever there's no ambiguity mm-hmm. here. It's like, this is Genie. He's talking to his kids. And it's like, oh, he's telling them like his story. I really liked that. Although the dialogue there was really weird. I was like, why is, why is he talking like that? Because anyway. Um, and I like that they brought that full circle. But the whole plot of them being a love interest just was totally far-fetched and not, not believable. Cheesy. 
Yeah. It just felt like, you know, wedged in there, like, we're going to make this work. And it's like, no, we could have, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I guess what I'm saying is I liked the idea, yeah. but, but it was not pulled off. Yeah, it seemed like if you just had, like, the beginning and the end... I don't know. We could have surmised some things. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't know if Dahlia needed to necessarily be in there. I mean, I like the, I like, um, what's her name? I don't remember her name, but she's in, yeah, she's in New New Girl. And I like her in that. But in this one, she's just kind of like this, like, weird, cheesy friend that, or handmaid that just kind of like. Yeah. Yeah, it was like she was trying to, they were trying to make her the, like, friend in a romantic comedy. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that is kind what it was. of also gets hooked up at yeah. the end with somebody, and it's like again very Shakespearean, Shakespearean comedy. Like, oh, it's happy ending, everybody gets married, and it's like, well, we, we don't know. We had like two scenes for that to to be a thing. Yeah, it was weird. Did you have any Definitely other thoughts weird. on Dahlia? Yeah, Cassie. It it just uh, it, it she was so deadpan, and I understand that was part of the humor, but it was just mm-hmm. like it was getting kind of annoying. The more she kept doing that. And I know she's not in there that much. But the one thing that bugged me <laughs> the most was like this two-second pan to her or cut to her. And it's during the Prince Ali song where they're talking about the Golden Campbells, Camels in that lyric. They cut to her where she's next to Princess Jasmine and she's rubbing her fingers like this. I'm like, what is the point of that cut? It's two <laughs> seconds, but it bugs the heck out of me. Yeah, he's got the money, <laughs> but yeah. It's like, yeah, why is your character... Yeah. Jasmine's richer than anyone there. Like, who cares if he has money? Yeah. You know, you're the best friend. You know money doesn't matter to yeah. her. <laughs> yeah, her she's... character didn't make sense. Everything about her character was forced. No. Including that. I think that was just supposed to be funny, but to your point, Cassie, it's like, yeah, what? there's no reason for her to do that, though. And it's not funny enough to be like, okay, let's just put it in there. But you know what? They needed something in that song. Yeah. Because they and then have Robin Williams going, you know. Yeah. Don't they look lovely, June? Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. And then she, like, um, when they go meet Jafar and everybody in the whole castle walks through the those double doors and Dahlia's there, I'm like, why does Dahlia have to be there? She's the handmaiden. Like, it only makes sense if the Sultan and Jasmine were there with the guards, not Dahlia. Like, and then she, I don't know. She didn't need yeah, to be anywhere in that, that scene. She's like in, imprisoned using mystic powers at the end. And again, it's like, why? Why is she there? She's irrelevant. Yeah. But Jafar's like, I'm going to make her stand still too, and yeah. But like I said, I did like the the ending there, and they it was cute. Yeah, I didn't like the love scenes during. Okay, there wasn't love scenes during the movie, but the um, you know what I'm trying to say, the interest between her and the genie during the movie, but the. The prologue and epilogue portions I thought were cute. Yeah. I, now, I wonder if they could have just cut out all the, That's like, what I'm thinking. fluff. And we still would have gotten it. Yeah. But would, would have people complained, like, oh, they put a genie with this side character that we don't care about? But it's like now it's, we got the worst of both worlds. We've got genie with a side character that we don't care about. And we've got extra scenes where they try to make us care about it. Yeah. It don't work. And we don't. So. so. There. Yeah. Um. Slam it. <laughs> Can we talk about the musical numbers? The different. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I know you guys aren't up I'm fan. not in total agreement <laughs> with Keenan. Yeah. But okay, let's hear. I'll, I'll, critical... I'm going to sit back and listen. So, Keenan, you got to at least agree with me here. Those first couple notes of Arabian Night, oh, did that totally bring you back? back? But Will Smith kind of couldn't really sing it that well um i disagree okay (laughs) i got i was pumped like by the end of that arabian night song i'm like yes let's do this like (laughs) will smith is singing arabian nights and i thought he did a good job on that song Hmm. i don't know i don't i I thought i I was initially like (gasps) 
Okay. No. I mean, I love that they started with it. And when he started singing, I was absolutely like ready to start pumping my fist. I was like, yes, let's go. And then I was like, oh, you know, squeegeeing out the ears a little bit. Wrong, but okay. This is going to be fun because I'm going to hate on all the music <laughs> and you guys are going to love it. He doesn't. Yeah, he. You're right. They kind of disguised his voice because you know he can't hit the pitches. He he's he's a rapper. He's not a singer. You know, um, they did a good job disguising his voice under the instrumentals, and that's why I think mm-hmm. it worked. And it brought the nostalgia back to me um, with Arabian Nights. I love the new mm-hmm. lyrics to it too. It kind of fits the theme, the modern theme. Yeah, the yeah. number was great, and I loved like the way they did. Again, the cinematography in this movie was just amazing. And they had him leaving the boat and going over the ocean and felt like I was on Soren for a second, swooping swooping into Agrabah mm-hmm. and it's nighttime. And then, yeah, I did think yeah. it was interesting how, like, I mean, I was kind of like, right away, I'm like, wait, this is starting out on the ocean? Like, this is a desert movie. But that was just a little tidbit there. Yeah. Like, I was like, what? What's going on here? But, yeah, I thought Arabian Nights... Was good. Okay, okay. But let's talk about One Jump Ahead. Because that was awful. Yeah, that one was not good. But that was Aladdin. I didn't like <laughs> Cassie, what do you think about it? <laughs> you already know what I think about it. <laughs> I, I liked it. Um, not so much on Mina Masood's end because that's where his uh, acting was the weakest mm-hmm. was during this this um song especially like uh, the very ending i i can't remember the lyric but he's like he's holding this onion and he's tossing around I'm like what are you doing it just felt very stumbly i didn't understand like it's like this was the first thing they did when they started filming and so it did feel choppy it didn't feel finished and they didn't listen to the lyrics of the song which in the animated film whatever's happening with the lyrics Mm -hmm. it's happening on the screen the in this song they just kind of forgot that that's what it the song's about is a visual aspect of it you know i still liked it i did like the modern take on it i i would i would just like listening to it, not watching that scene again. I just again. don't understand why they slowed it down so much. It was an action-packed scene, and it was like one jump ahead of the red line. I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait, what? Come yeah. on, you're 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 running. You're on the move. Like, let's pick it up a little bit. But yeah, hit the the pacing of it that they changed. I didn't like. Like you said, that the action didn't match the lyrics. I didn't like his acting. Was that was probably where it was the most obvious that it was he wasn't selling it. I don't know. I that ha, I, I I did like this movie, right? I, th- I think it was pretty great, and I definitely will watch it again. We'll probably own it on Blu-ray. But that number had me super worried for the rest of it. I was like, oh, that yeah, was cringy. I, think I could probably say the same. Uh, yeah, I have to agree with you there. That was not my favorite. Yes. <laughs> We agree on something. Point for me. <laughs> okay. Friend Like songs? Me? I like Friend song? Like Me. Or did I skip Jasmine's song? We already talked about Jasmine's song. We did song. talk about that. No, you, you skipped the Riff Raff song. Eh. Riff Raff. Yeah, that's rat. like, actually, cool. okay, I can't say it's one of my favorite songs in the original, but I really like that mm-hmm. little reprise there. Um, I was okay with it. I thought, I mean... I really like the originals, and I know you're not supposed to compare. They're different movies and blah, 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 but I didn't like this one as much. So. <laughs> See, here's the thing, though. They're different movies, but, but it's they're a, the same songs. Yeah. And they did do some stuff, which if we start talking about Friend Like Me, they did do some things to kind of modernize it, especially with Will Smith. But they really are the same songs, and so... You had to compare it a little bit. Huh? So you have, you to, have compare. to compare it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. and so I liked... It didn't hold up for me as much. But again, Aladdin. So, yeah. Like, it's Aladdin singing. Cassie loved him. We thought he was, okay, passable. (laughs) Um, Friend Like Me, I thought, was was pretty good. Um, It's hard to 
it's hard not to compare it because when you compare it to the original, it's just like, oh, it's not even close. But I thought that they they did a pretty good job. I, I actually liked Will Smith's little rap. That was a cool little spin. Yeah. Something unique. It's cute. It was not as bombastic as I wanted it to be, but still. Yeah, it could. There could have been more, like, because Aladdin is just a movie that's fast paced. It's in your face. It's like just crazy, and. I do think that maybe friend like me could have been a little bit more, but I did. I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. It was a fun scene. Yeah, I agree. I I like the, the new twist to it. I like the, um, believe it or not, the dancing. I did too. Oh, I was under Um, that. The, Mm -hmm. the puppet dancing. I know it's brought up in the uh, movie later on, but the puppet dancing just, I just loved it. I loved the little um, addition to Aladdin dancing along, you know, and playing along with the the song. Um, I think this is when he gets trapped is where Mina Masood starts shining in his role. And you can see it in A Friend Like Me. He He's more into the film than he was in the beginning yeah. of the film, you know. Maybe you didn't see it because you guys don't like I him. I can see it. <laughs> And I, I, really, I liked the puppet dancing thing, too. And, and to jump ahead a little bit, one jump ahead. No. Um, I thought that the scene <laughs> that they did where he wa- Jasmine asked him to dance and he's like, I can't and whatever. And Jeannie does the puppet thing for him there. That was one of my favorite scenes yeah, in the movie. Yeah, that was my favorite scene as well. I, so. I uh-huh. just thought that was so fun. Such a nice little touch. It wasn't. There wasn't no, there were no lyrics, but it was a musical number that told the story and was very entertaining to watch. And yeah, and diverted a little bit from the original story. It's yeah. like so Aladdin's invited back to um, get to know the princess and mm-hmm. whatever for their harvest festival At the and... party that can't be ruined for the genie, which is kind of funny. Right? Like, Don't ruin this for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he says it twice. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Um, but like another really cool scene with that's like super colorful and fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was actually I have it written down. That was probably my favorite scene. Yeah, sweet. So can I divert from the music for a little bit and mention yes, one of my sweet. favorite scenes <laughs> that we didn't talk about yet? The embarrassment scene. Which- Oh, you know, the, um, when they jams? first, uh, when Aladdin first introduces, yeah, yeah the jam scene. There you go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I laughed every time I watched this movie. I don't know why. It's just, it's oh, yeah. so cringy it works mm-hmm. type yeah. of thing. Yeah, when they're playing on Aladdin's kind of insecurities and it, when he doesn't have the swagger, part of me is like, wait. Why does he not have a swagger? And I don't think they sold enough of the like, well, now it's a princess. And so now there's a lot at stake and he is really anxious about it. But when they played into that, um, I thought that's where he shined as an actor. Yeah. Like I loved um, Prince Ali where he, they just show him on the elephant and he just looks so like, uh, what am I doing here? Like, I don't know how to be a prince. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's so good. He's selling it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good scene. Um, on the topic of favorite scenes, I've shared That's mine. It was when he visited her after, like, he snuck into the palace to give her the bracelet back. Is your favorite scene the dancing scene? Yeah. Okay. I would say that, or going back to the music, A Whole New World. Um, That's one I was looking forward to. And, of course, our child had to go to the bathroom, like, right before it was starting. I'm like, dang it. Mm-hmm. But Keenan was a gentleman. And took him. I sacrificed, but, and we still made it back. Yeah, you still in time. made it back in time to see it. So, I thought it was, yeah, I was anticipating that one. I didn't know what to expect. You know, that is a whole new world. I have, I just, that is my like favorite song, um, favorite scene. The the animated, the original is like one of my favorite things in like all of Disney anything, and so. Mm. I was just like, okay, what? How's this gonna be? What's it gonna, what's it gonna be like? And I thought it was good. Like, um, what's her name? Naomi 
Scott. Yeah, yeah she can. Scott. The song, of course. Yeah, she can good. sing. Okay, but Leah Salonga, the original Jasmine singing voice, is just like. Yeah. But she she clear. nailed it in that but song. Yeah, it I was agree. great, and yeah, again with the visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was kind of corny that went back to Agrabah, but I get it. Like with the whole story oh, and that. stuff, it was I like that touch because it was like this. Yeah, is yeah. What, She wanted to be Sultan, and it was like this is what matters to me, and he's able to recognize. Yeah, that. I get it. And it's like you deserve this. Yeah, I thought that was great. It was, it was like a little <laughs> cheesy, but I mean the whole song's a little cheesy, to be honest. Yeah, the waterfall. They did a really good job. <laughs> it was with nice. It, it was yeah. a nice time. I want to rewatch that real bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I felt like Prince Ali, and to some extent, friend like me, and maybe even one jump ahead, but the numbers that are like the big, we'll say, quote unquote, Broadway pizzazz numbers with pizzazz i was really hoping they would go the more bollywood route and really mm-hmm. just play that up play in mm-hmm. that culture and the way those movies are and i felt like they just they all underwhelmed on that front hmm. yeah i could see that hmm. but yeah i did like they incorporated the bollywood in that yeah. harvest party yeah scene and then the end thing but yeah, I see that would have been a what good idea. Thing? The end, there was like an the end dance scene, the oh, credits, yeah, which was fun. Yeah, it's just a minor complaint. I don't know. It's not like I could have done it better or something like that. I'm not like a Bollywood director. I just would have <laughs> yeah. liked to have seen more of that. Yeah. So the and film the definitely other... had a Guy Ritchie touch to it. I think. Yeah, and he definitely. I, the slowing down and the the, yes. the um, fast forwarding, yeah. that's definitely and Guy Ritchie. He's <laughs> done a musical before, so kudos to him for no. trying it. And I think for the most part, he made it work. Any other favorite scenes, Cassie? Um, no, we 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 touched up on all of my favorite scenes. Like <laughs> definitely, the jam scene was was my favorite. Um, I like the addition to how the lamp works and genie magic works. I liked how they delved into it. The reason why nobody recognized yeah. him was because genie magic, and um, he has to rub the lamp and say "I wish." Uh, just little touches here and there, just mm-hmm. to add a little bit more. Yeah, so- I, I kind of like. <clears throat> Correct me if I'm wrong, but my understanding is the way genie magic works is that people won't recognize you, but at some point your true colors kind of shine through. And then yes, yes. So, but That's when it came to Jafar, it took just a split second, basically Jasmine doing her speechless number and then going back and saying Hassan or whatever that guy's name was, like you know who this man is and you should. You know, follow your heart and follow. I just felt like that whole twist at the end where she was able to convince them to turn against Jafar after singing her song. Yeah. It didn't make a lot of sense. Whereas with Aladdin, it took some time and it took like real intimate moments with Jasmine for him to be like, or for her to be like, oh. Well, they knew who it was. Uh-uh. They knew it was Jafar. Yeah, they it it was that wasn't genie magic. He just oh, made yeah, himself yeah, yeah, sultan, but... and Hakim was just like, "I'm loyal to the law," and the law says the sultan is the person that I'm supposed to go to. And her speech was like, "Your your loyalty is to actually your country, not power." You know? No. Unless I, I think, I'm I think you're right. I just I guess I wasn't you said really right. convinced that that's that would work. Yeah, but I don't especially think if he is the quote unquote sultan. Hmm? I don't think that had anything to do well, with Well, but genie the genie magic. magic made him the sultan, and so really all those men should just be following the sultan. And she's like, actually, no, you should be following, you know. Sure. What's true to you, which is that he's not really the sultan. And they're like, oh, yeah, he's not. That's That was my interpretation. You've seen it three times, Cassie, so... You you are probably way more accurate here in how that went down, <laughs> and it could have been me just hating on Jafar by the end of the movie to be like, ah, this is dumb. Yeah, but no, but that whole scene was kind of like, eh. I mean, like, I like, again, she can sing and she deliver the song, but it was just kind of like, yeah, how are you going to turn this whole guy and his army? Mm-hmm. And how are they going to let you keep talking? And Jafar is <laughs> like, yes, please. 
<laughs> he just, Say your he's piece. Fun. He sits down. <laughs> he was just so not cunning and wicked. Ah, back, back to Jafar. And oh, yeah. The, and then, yeah. yeah, I think that's like Jafar at the end of the animated is like, you're just like, oh, he is. It's time to go. Gross and evil. And yeah, mm-hmm. like, and this kind of, yeah, you're kind of just like waiting for him to be more than just an evil parrot. And he just kind of like, like I don't know. Didn't do much. Like, he was supposed to be the most powerful sorcerer, and I'm kind of like, hey, you put spikes on your castle. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, just also love it. Spikes. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Okay, any final thoughts before we wrap up our review here? Disney, quit like sending out so many commercials of your movies and showing everything of the movie. <laughs> Quit doing that. I know you 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 probably watched all the the commercials and trailers, right, Keenan? Did did it give away most of it? Felt like it to me. It's hard to say because we already knew mostly everything. Um. Yeah. But that's a good point. Was there anything that we didn't know coming into this new version of it? I don't know. Dahlia. They gave away the Dahlia, which I. Why? Why? I remember that. Yeah, and all the little sneak peeks. I'm subscribed mm-hmm. to Disney on YouTube, and they were just like, "This is this," and like, "Here's the new um, doll, oh. and her name is Dahlia. She is Jasmine's best friend." And you you see her face, and you know, in the beginning of the movie, you see the back of whoever the genie marries. You know, but if you watched any of the commercials, know anything from Disney, you know that's Dahlia. Gotcha. It, it's not like. So big I surprise at the trailers. end, you know. I didn't do behind the scenes stuff, but I didn't do any sort of like sneak peek oh, okay. here. I stay away from all that stuff, but I do I do like the trailers and yeah, I I think you're right for the most part. Even taking out the Dahlia doll stuff, we did get pretty much everything. Maybe we didn't get Iago. We didn't really get no. any uh, Iago. We didn't trailers. get a Iago. Is he even called Iago in this movie? Yes. Because Okay. Yeah, he said it once. Yeah. <laughs> I did like Alan Tudyk oh, as, I didn't know it as Iago. Tudyk. It was That's just awesome. like he wasn't in your face. Yeah, <laughs> he wasn't in in your face as like Gilbert Gottfried's Iago was. It was just like in the background, you can hear like his little snippets here and there, and it just made me laugh. That's I I did great. like I mean, Iago in this one. The character is Hey Hey, but Alan mm-hmm. Tudyk did a great job. Yeah. I love how he's just <laughs> some character in every Disney movie. It's fantastic. Rachel, oh, yeah. final thoughts? Um, I think I pretty much said my piece, but overall it was enjoyable and I loved the the visual aspects of it. It's a beautiful movie. Um, lots of fun. I dug Will Smith as a genie like I thought I would, so he he met my expectations and um yeah, overall, good time. Yeah, good time. It's a good time. I am going to address yeah. Disney like Cassie did. Disney. Dear Disney. If you're going to remake your musicals as live action pieces, you have to nail the music. One thing I didn't like about Cinderella, they didn't do any music. They paid homage to some of the songs, but they didn't sing. Beauty and the Beast, Emma Watson... Horrible, auto-tuned garbage. That movie was fine, but they did not nail the music. Aladdin, they did not nail the music. To me, I they've gotten much better. They're getting better at it, but they're running out of like the big Broadway-style musicals to do, and I feel like they're just kind of dropping the ball. I have faith that Lin-Manuel Miranda is going to do an amazing job with The Little Mermaid, but it's not like like if anybody can do Broadway, he can do Broadway, but that's not as broadway as yeah be our guest so anyway that that is my thing is they i think if they're going to continue to do these and i'm not one of those people that's like please disney stop we don't need this i'm fine with it it's like the the stories are great i love seeing them redone i love seeing putting different modern spins on it but you have to really just focus on getting the music right i love that with this one they got actual people who can sing now you need to make sure they can sing and aladdin act yeah. That's my <laughs> final word. All right. Cool. Thanks for tuning in to our review. 
Cassie, since you are a first-time guest on our show, we'd like to end with a lightning round of questions. Now, some podcasts might be very okay. generous and give you these questions in advance, but we decided to put you on the spot. And if you might have heard these if you listened to previous episodes. That's fine <laughs> if you cheated. But uh, hopefully we're giving these to you and you have to really just come up with the first thing that pops into your head. Are you and ready? And these mostly go oh with Disney Park. So yes. we're getting back to Disney World here. So uh oh, that's okay. I'm in trouble. You can always opt out and say, <laughs> "I don't know. I don't know. I'm an answer." Um, you don't have to explain your answers, but you are also welcome to explain your answers. So, question number one: best use of a snack credit. Oh my gosh, I've never did dining plan. Um, well, your favorite Disney snack then? Okay, uh, in Walt Disney World, uh, Dole Whip. Yeah. That is the correct answer. <laughs> Advancing to number two. All right. So if you had to be a cast member, what would you want to do? Confectionist. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> You're a pastry chef. So. <laughs> but I also like that, that answer. What is your favorite Epcot festival? And if you haven't been to one, it can be the one that's like most intriguing to you. Um, I do love food and wine, but uh, Flower and Garden intrigues me the most. Ah, uh, yes. We'll be there next week. Yes. First time. Can't wait. Number four. Do you have a most memorable character interaction? Uh, Chewbacca. He gives the greatest hugs. <laughs> mm. Better than Baymax? I have never met Baymax yet. Okay. I just went straight for the hug with Baymax, and it was the most comfortable hug I've ever had. <laughs> so comfortable. <laughs> But yeah, I'm looking, I'll have to get a Chewbacca hug. Yeah, there you go. Good to know. Um, you're the top item on a Disney bucket list. And this can be anything from memorabilia to like an experience. Oh, boy. VIP tour? Yeah. <laughs> like the 12 grand one? Yes. <laughs> Somebody else pays for it. Right, right. <laughs> okay, if. You could bring back one defunct attraction or restore a current one to an older or original form. What would you bring back? Oh, boy. This is a tough one. Um, Horizons, because I keep hearing it from my husband. Mm. He he got to go on it, and he said it was the greatest thing, so I'll pick Horizons. Cool. What is your favorite non fast pass ride and Ooh. just to clarify this is not pick a ride that you just wouldn't use a fast pass on because you'll wait for it but a ride that actually would not require a fast pass oh that's tough yeah carousel of progress <laughs> good answer all right i haven't been on that one yet no Noob. Um, I know. <laughs> what about favorite ride that does require a fast pass? Big Thunder Mountain. Ah. Mm -hmm. I have just to clarify, I've not been on Flight of Passage, so I don't know yet. <laughs> You're in good company. We haven't either, but we did yeah. get fast passes for it coming up. Nice. And I am very excited, and we'll probably join the elitist group of people that are like, Flight of Passage is the best. <laughs> we'll see. Um. What is your favorite Disney movie? I think we already know the answer, but... Aladdin. <laughs> and the last one, this... Oh, sorry, Rachel. What? Well, it was your turn to ask, but yeah. that's okay. Well, I was going to change it. No. Okay. <laughs> but no, you do it then. See, Rachel, I think, doesn't like this question that much because she doesn't listen to Disney loops. But if you listen to other podcasts, they'll ask, what's your favorite character? And this, I'm not shaming these podcasts we just want to do something a little bit different so rather than ask about your you know favorite character favorite song things of that sort i want to ask what is your favorite disney music loop it could be a resort wow. a ride queue park loop whatever um so i didn't really pay attention to walt disney worlds but i'm just gonna go with main street usa because i love the disneyland version and i don't know if it's the same but that's my oh, answer. it doesn't matter yeah, disneyland counts disneyland too, so. oh, okay <laughs> yeah and i'm sure they are very very close because they're going for that kind of yeah old-timey yet disney music theme mm -hmm. so yeah well i do want to ask what is your favorite <laughs> disney song 
Oh, that's a tough, tough one. Oh my gosh. There's so many great ones. Um, does it have to be a park song or just a movie song? No, there's going to be a movie song. You're going to be surprised by this one. One jump ahead. Mm. Honestly. The, the new version? Just kidding. No. <laughs> not the new version. I appreciate it, but no. I'm not surprised. That's one of my favorites, and I think that's why I was so just like, oh, what are you no, doing? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I love that song. That's great. Well, this has been fun. Thanks so much for joining us, Cassie. Oh, thank um, you. Can you tell our listeners where they can find you? And tell us a little bit about her podcast, maybe. Oh, yeah, we didn't we didn't talk about that at the beginning of the show. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, we did. But yeah, go, go for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, my podcast is called Disflicks and Tidbits. I am ma- mainly a Disney movie podcast. It ranges not only from the Disney animated films, but all across the Disney umbrella with Marvel, Pixar, uh, Star Wars, and the Buena Vista, and the Touchstone, all of those. Um, I usually have a episode out on Wednesdays, Wednesday mornings, and with a few like movie reviews in between. I also have a series on there called Once I Watched Disney that Rachel was on just recently. And it's probably my most popular episode. Thank you, Rachel. (laughs) Just it's all the movie. That movie's awesome. Yeah. It's a goofy movie. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, go go download that episode from this flicks and tidbit. Yeah. Tidbits. On Twitter, your tidbit without the S. Yeah, your show is with the S. Yeah. And yeah, um, I am now bi-weekly um, on Wednesday. So every other Wednesday is my main show. But the other shows will come on that opposite Wednesday. So that's Sweet. me in a nutshell. Nice. Yep. yep. Awesome podcast. I love the different. Yeah, definitely check it out. Yeah. And us podcasters always really value... Well, any sort of feedback. So emails, finding us on Twitter, whatever. But the best sort of feedback, at least as far as show promotion goes, is finding us on iTunes and leaving a review, preferably five-star. Um, but that just helps visibility. So um, if you're listening to this and, and you um, have not reviewed us on iTunes, that would be fantastic. And when you listen to Cassie's, if you have not already, make sure to give her an iTunes review as well. As far as giving Twitter feedback, where can they find you, Cassie? At Did you already say that? Tidbit, yeah. Okay. And we can be found at P-O-O-W podcast. On, on Twitter. Twitter. Instagram is part of our world pos- podcast. <laughs> Let me say that again. Instagram is part of our world podcast. Yes. It's a sauna in here. Our brains are melting. Oh, no. This. <laughs> We're dying. Um, did you say your Instagram? Or anything like uh, that? It is Dis- Disflix Tidbits with the S. Twitter just does not allow me enough characters. I know. We are, I think, one or two letters away from being able to be part of our world podcast. It's like, dang it. <laughs> so close. Cool. Anything else we missed? I don't believe so. As far as where to find you. All right. Yeah. Well, thank Thanks again, so much. Cassie. Yeah. yeah happy thank to you get for your, yeah. your expertise. Yeah, I think show. the reason I reached out to you a while ago about Aladdin was because I knew that that was your favorite movie. And it's like, oh, yes, this will be perfect to have her on and discuss it and mm-hmm. really appreciate your input. And I love that we disagreed on certain points, but yeah. still all came away really enjoying this movie. So thanks to our listeners so much for checking out this episode. We really appreciate it. And it keeps us going. So. Thanks for tuning in. We'd love to hear what you think about Aladdin. So find us and Cassie on Twitter and share your thoughts. <laughs> Are you ready? Up to Neverland. Bye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.